0: Hello and welcome to the Mindful Kind podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Cable, author of the Mindful Kind book, Mindfulness Teacher and blogger at rachelcable.com. Each week, this podcast will bring meaningful tips, tools and strategies so you can manage stress and live more mindfully in the modern world. Hello and welcome to episode 310 of the Mindful Kind podcast. I have some super exciting news to share with you, and I've honestly been looking forward to recording this episode all week. On the last two episodes of The Mindful Kind, I shared some really important things to know about imposter syndrome, including how imposter syndrome can hold you back from success, how it interfered in my own life and in my clients' lives too, and why it's really important to learn how to quickly identify imposter syndrome and have a solid strategy for managing it. I also shared the exciting news that I've been working on a brand new online course called Derail Imposter Syndrome, where I've packaged up all of my best strategies and skills that empowered myself and my clients to achieve multiple successes so that you can start working towards your goals with more confidence, authenticity and motivation and without imposter syndrome overwhelming you or holding you back. Enrollment for Derail Imposter Syndrome just opened and I've been very warmly welcoming my wonderful new students into this powerful online course. However, I will be closing enrolment next Wednesday, the 15th of December at 8pm Australian Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time. So if you've noticed imposter syndrome causing stress, lack of confidence or burnout, or if it's been holding you back from success then head over to rachelcable.com forward slash podcast forward slash 310 and you'll see the link to find out more and secure your spot inside my Derail Imposter Syndrome online course. I'll guide you to recognize imposter syndrome quickly, implement life-changing mindset swaps, tackle imposter syndrome with my unique three-step approach and boost key areas of confidence that get affected by imposter syndrome. Now, in this episode, I wanted to share some of the key signs of imposter syndrome with you that I've included in derail imposter syndrome, because it's really important to be able to quickly identify imposter syndrome when it arises in your life. Let's dive in. First, let's take a look at a previous client of mine who gave me permission to share this story. We'll call her Jenny. Jenny was a very smart woman who had a number of degrees under her belt, and she was working on some important research in the field of psychology. When we started working together, she was on the verge of quitting the research project that she was working on because she was worried that her colleagues were all much smarter and more successful than she was and she felt like she needed to go back to university and get another degree before she felt like she'd be good enough. Now, when we started talking about imposter syndrome, she agreed that she was experiencing many of the common symptoms, but she also said, But Rach, I think I actually am a fraud. I'm not as smart and capable as everyone seems to think I am, and I'm really worried that they're going to catch me out. Now, me, from the outside and looking in, could see that she had many of the same qualifications as her colleagues. She'd even mentioned that some of them asked her for guidance, and she'd been able to give it. She was passionate about her work, she had incredible knowledge, and she had this awesome work ethic – The main challenge for Jenny was that she'd been working so hard she'd become exhausted and made a few mistakes with her work. Even though the mistakes were small and didn't really matter that much, she took them as a sign that she wasn't good enough to keep doing her research. And Jenny worried that the people who knew about her mistakes were judging her and that it was only a matter of time before they called her out. And she felt like if they did call her out, they'd be right. She truly felt like she was a fraud, but that doesn't mean it was true. So let's take a step back and have a look at what happened. Jenny was doing work she was qualified to do and that she enjoyed. She'd been putting in so much extra effort to help herself feel good enough to continue that work that she'd made some small mistakes. She interpreted those mistakes as proof that she was a fraud and that it was only a matter of time before she'd be exposed. And so Jenny was considering quitting her research, even though she had the knowledge she needed to do her work, Even though she was qualified, even though her colleagues turned to her for help, all because imposter syndrome had snuck its way into her thoughts and feelings. Now, it might be easy for us to say, well, Jenny was experiencing imposter syndrome, but she wasn't really able to see that or accept it for quite a while. She simply believed she was an imposter, and this is a common experience. It can be so much harder to see imposter syndrome in yourself. That's why we're going to take a look at some of the signs of imposter syndrome so you can start to identify it more quickly and easily. So sign one of imposter syndrome is feeling like an imposter, a fraud, a fake, even when there's evidence that indicates you're relatively skilled or successful. You might worry that other people will find out you're a fraud and expose you as being not good enough and that everyone will judge you. For example, in her Harvard commencement speech in 2015, Actress Natalie Portman said, "Today I feel much like I did when I came to Harvard Yard as a freshman in 1999. I feel like there had been some mistake, that I wasn't smart enough to be in this company, and that every time I opened my mouth, I would have to prove that I wasn't just a dumb actress." Feeling like a fraud can manifest in many different ways, from worrying that other people will find you out, feeling like you have to prove yourself and doubting your skills and abilities. We'll dive into more of these signs of imposter syndrome in a moment, but for now, it's important to understand that feeling like a fraud or an imposter, despite evidence that you're not, is a key sign of imposter syndrome. Someone experiencing imposter syndrome might also experience all or some of the following signs. That's important to remember. You don't need to experience every single one of the following signs to be experiencing imposter syndrome. So another sign of imposter syndrome is feeling exhausted or burnt out. Because you feel like you have to work harder just to measure up to your own or other people's high expectations, you might start feeling exhausted or burnt out. Here are some quick questions to identify this a little bit easier. Do you often prioritise work over your personal needs? Do you work longer hours than other people in the same role as you? Are you normally the first person to volunteer to work late or on weekends? give most of your energy to your role and have little energy left over for fun or self-care? If you answered yes to most of these questions then you might be experiencing imposter syndrome that's leading to overworking and potentially burnout. Another sign of imposter syndrome is sabotaging your own success. When you start feeling a little bit too close to achieving something or experiencing success, do you often find a way to sabotage yourself If you answered yes, I'm about to explain why that might be. So success can be too uncomfortable because you don't feel like you deserve it, so you act in ways that sabotage your success in order to remain safe and comfortable. Instead of progressing to the next level and potentially feeling even more like a fraud, you'd prefer to stay at your current level. So what does sabotaging success look like? Well, you might give up a hobby before you get too good, You might avoid asking for a promotion or even turn down a promotion. You might deliberately procrastinate over an important task so it doesn't turn out as good as it could have. You might step back and let someone else take credit for your hard work. There are so many ways you can sabotage your own success. Ready for the next sign of imposter syndrome? It's attributing your success almost exclusively to external things. You might say, oh, I had so much help. I didn't really do that much. Or, I only achieved my success because of good luck. Now, it's true that success can be the result of some good luck, and maybe you did have some help from other people or external factors along the way. But with imposter syndrome, you attribute your success almost exclusively to those external factors, rather than recognizing your own efforts, skills, or knowledge. For example, when I was offered a book deal and people congratulated me, I said, You know, it was just lucky that a publisher was listening to my podcast and liked it enough to reach out to me, and that's what I honestly believed at the time. I didn't consider the fact that I'd worked really hard on creating a weekly podcast for several years at that time, or that I researched how to create a really good book proposal and spent many hours putting it together, or that I'd been writing articles for years and honing my writing skills. Instead, I described my success as being largely the result of luck. So if you find yourself discrediting your achievements or attributing your success almost exclusively to external things, that could be imposter syndrome at work. One more sign of imposter syndrome is that mistakes and failure cause distress. Because you're already worried that you're a fraud, any mistakes or failures might seem like confirmation that you are indeed a fraud. So rather than making mistakes and learning from them and moving forward, you're overly critical with yourself You try to keep your mistakes secret, you feel stressed or frustrated or ashamed, and you spend a whole lot of energy trying to make up for your mistakes unnecessarily. Now, this isn't an exhaustive list of signs of imposter syndrome. There are many more signs and ways that imposter syndrome can interfere with your life, and you won't necessarily experience all of the signs I've mentioned either. The main key sign of imposter syndrome is that you feel like an imposter or a fraud or a fake even when there's evidence that suggests otherwise. Okay, so there you have a sneak peek inside the Derail Imposter Syndrome online course. I'm really proud of this course, and I loved creating something that could help my wonderful community navigate this complex and challenging experience. So if this episode resonated with you, and you're ready to understand imposter syndrome better and learn how to manage it using my unique approach, including powerful mindset swaps and confidence-boosting strategies, then make sure you grab your spot inside Derail Imposter Syndrome by going over to rachelcable.com forward slash podcast forward slash 310 by the 15th of December 2021 at 8pm Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Enrollment will close at that time, so make sure you jump in before then. Again, that link is rachelcable.com forward slash podcast forward slash 310 R-A-C-H-A-E-L kablecom com forward slash podcast forward slash 310 and click the link to find out more about derail imposter syndrome and grab your spot before enrollment closes in less than a week from when this episode goes live. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a wonderful week, mindful kind.